Hi, I'm Jonathan. I'm Will. And I'm Greg. And we are Outspoken. Welcome to KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Your hot mess for Sunday morning. We now have a hashtag, by the way, for everyone. (laughs) Not only are we hashtag Outspoken if you want to talk to us on Twitter, but... Hashtag uh, hot mess Sunday. That's our hashtag. That's our hashtag. So that's exciting. I don't know why we didn't think of it. I got a a note this weekend, I believe, from Kurt, our producer who's sitting in the other room. Mm -hmm. And and he's like, we need that website and we need the... Right, yeah. And so we registered the hashtag right away. Mm -hmm. And we need the photos that I told you guys that you guys Actually, yes. We talked about (laughs) that at the meeting because it's brilliant. Yeah, Thank which you. is uh, I'll be expecting my royalties <laughs> okay. of the, the tens uh, of none money that we received for doing the show. That's amazing. Uh, I do have to say, Sergey and I were crying because that song right before right we before, busted yeah. in, "Come Back to Mama" yeah, or whatever. Good call, Will. Good call. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, here we are. Hey, <laughs> have your tear and then laugh. Yes, it was. It was uh-huh. sad. That was a yeah. very sad song. I don't even know what it was Ooh. about, but it broke my heart. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to another. I think this is. Oh, so Sergey and I mm. were counting. I think this is episode 32. Wow. Can you believe yeah. that? 32. Wow. We've been doing it eight, almost nine months. Yeah. And 32 episodes. There should be something ahead. special when it's that 100th episode. And, yeah. Well, 50. Yeah. Okay, that means on the 100th episode, Will has to fly back from wherever he's mm. living at that point and yeah. just come in to the reunion show. Yes. So my my tens of ones of fans can see me. Yes. By then, people will be, because, you know, everything's about retro. So by then, we'll have so many fans, and they have gone back and listened to old shows, and they're like, oh, where's that Will guy? Yeah. (laughs) Where's the only good thing that ever happened to the show? I mean. (laughs) Not even right. You're leaving, and you're attacking us. Right. Yes, as a reminder. I'm just saying the show is going to be really bad when I'm gone. That's all I'm saying. That's not it. No. As a reminder, William is leaving us. August seventeenth mm-hmm. is going to be a very special episode of Blossom. It's going to be <laughs> William's last show. There is not going to be a guest that day. We had to block out that day because we're going to have <laughs> Will's goal is to see how many of us he can get for cry to yeah. cry and for how long. So he's taking bets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I'm going to get at least a couple of them. Right. <laughs> Will just needs right. more attention. Right. I but. do. I need to get build up enough, you know, to where I'm going through my regular life. I don't uh-huh. feel like I'm, you know, alone. Oh, right. See? Oh. That doesn't sound sad at all. <laughs> I will say. I'm laying the groundwork. I think, you know, the last week's show was actually very solid. I'm proud mm-hmm. of us. I listened mm-hmm. to it this weekend. Melissa um, Farrakhan. And we had Melissa Farrakhan. Yep. Great interview. Yeah. Um, the whole show was great. We were, I have to say, we were funny. So we were pretty funny. <laughs> but so when pat myself not, on the back. Really? We were hilarious. So, <laughs> yes, exactly. When are we not? But um, we are. <laughs> we were missing mm-hmm. someone then, and we br- we mentioned that he was gone, but we didn't tell anybody where he was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Greg Parker has uh, gone away with his partner for a vacation, and they will be back soon, I'm sure. Uh, they are in Los Angeles, right? They in are, but yeah. now. So they started out. I think in L.A., and mm-hmm. I think they ended yep. up in San Diego. San Diego, I don't that's know. right, yeah. They're he didn't give me there. his itinerary, but I do know <laughs> from Facebook 
that um, they post pictures every day. All and my Facebook will always put all of Greg's pictures <laughs> are the very first thing at the top of my... It doesn't matter if it's been hours since he's yeah. posted them and I've already seen them eight times. All of a sudden, it's at the very top of my <laughs> Facebook screen. But I can tell you they're meeting lots of great people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump from Vanderpump Rules and the Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills. They met her and had their picture mm-hmm. taken, met the people from Vanderpump Rules. And for Greg, who him and I both love, the housewives and William hates them and I yeah, don't I was going to say <laughs> wow that's so prestigious <laughs> oh. I thought it was cool because I love Lisa was he Vanderbilt. hanging out at the wrong part of town <laughs> is, is that how he met her it was in West Hollywood where the gays belong was, was, was he where the girls were working <laughs> oh, not we... saying she's a streetwalker. <laughs> I'm just saying she'd she be hanging out in that crowd okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is I think ba- I don't, we don't know when he's back so basically We'll talk to him when he gets back. I guess. <laughs> we don't really pay attention very well at this yeah. show. <laughs> I'm sure he said it on air, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. The thing so, is, he's announced his whole plan. Feel so. free to email us. <laughs> you tell us where he is. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo? Where's right. Carmen San Diego? Oh, Greg Oliver. Right. He needs to wear your pink gay Waldo uh, Oh, that's gray right. Wa- yeah. Gay pink, Waldo shirt. Gay Waldo, I yeah. can't even talk. Yeah, pink and white. Yeah. So we've been missing a lot of people. What's been so now? It's it's the three of us. One more Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one more Sunday closer to Will disappearing. Oh. Um, what is what did everybody do this week? Talk to us. Tell us. Will. Your, oh wow. Your, uh, Will, what did you do? Uh, worked. <laughs> yeah. See, mine mine mine's about the same. I worked. I I although I've been getting my roommates into RuPaul's Drag Race. I love that. And the thing is. Um, now these they're they're straight guys, but they love it. They will they will sit there and just completely be absorbed by the show and RuPaul. And um, if you watch the season of RuPaul, there's a girl on there, Courtney Act. Love and Courtney Act. Every time she comes out, they're like, "How is she a man?" They are convinced <laughs> she's a woman because she's because beautiful she's so good and she so looks good. so much like right. and she's very talented. Oh, she's she amazing. won or was runner up or whatever. No, she won Australia's American idol, right? Idol, yeah. Australia's season. American yeah, Idol. I was gonna <laughs> Australia's it's American all about America, Idol. which is only second best to Germany's American Idol. <laughs> but no, she did yeah. win. She came to the stage. She was on. Mm-hmm. She was top three mm-hmm. of RuPaul's this yeah. season six this year. But tell me, you have to share the story of the first few episodes you guys watched, and then Sather's reaction. Um, Sather's reaction. So we watched. Uh, two episodes and Sather says you know I, I wouldn't mind if we watched a third one and so we put a third one on see and it, that's how it they works. love it yeah oh that's it's amazing <laughs> I say that I say to them that this is my plot to turn them gay slowly <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> they always say that we have some yeah. agenda to turn yeah. and this is how we do it it's this called RuPaul's it, it's so right subtle now. what we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make you watch hours and hours of drag queens until you feel like getting a feather bow yourself right, right. <laughs> I do love that Sather's reaction is you watch two of them, and he's like, I wouldn't mind a third. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. First of all, it's entertaining. Will hates them. Will. Because you don't like the, I don't, inter- I don't, don't like I, the reality part. Yeah, I don't like reality shows in general. So they the, fight, and they're catty. Yeah, well, the, yeah. the whole drag sachet away. Right. Like, okay. that whole thing. Just, I love that. Uh, it's so, yeah. It's it's just, just, uh, you know what, young man? On the oh. 17th, we're going to be telling you, <laughs> sachet away. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Hey, Kurt, let's just see if if RuPaul will make an exception. And instead of making us wait a year, just have him come on for for Will's last show and just say, sachet, <laughs> sachet away. away. Just, there we go. Kurt's we on should it. We should get a soundbite. We should. We can make that happen. We can get the okay, soundbite right. of sachet away. Yeah. I love yeah. this. <laughs> see, we're going to, Will's whole last show is going to be a drag yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be eliminated. Can we lip sync? 
I for our lives. So. No one will be able no. to see it. <laughs> you don't know how good we're doing. You can hear the song, though. Take our word for it. We are amazing. Yeah. But Will is leaving because he's not that great. <laughs> um, we have no. too much. He's yeah. going to miss us, though. We so, have too much fun on this. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, Jonathan, what did you do this week? Oh, guess what I... Okay, so yeah. get this. So, this weekend, first of all, rough mm-hmm. week at work. But I took a brief break. I worked half a day, and I ran down to the Tri-Cities on Wednesday. Uh-huh. And Suzanne Westenhofer, who is an out lesbian comedian, been around for like 20 years, was doing a show down there. And um, what was nice is uh, to say thank you to me because I emceed the Pride event last year in the Tri-Cities, where it's called Mid-Columbia Pride. Um, I got to go see her and meet her. First of all, hilarious. Mm-hmm. So funny. And I got to have my picture taken with her and, um, you know, and, and talk to her and everything. Well, she's on our show next week. Um, so I'm really excited. I reminded her she was on our show next week. And she said, you're probably going to have to tell me, like, right before. Yeah, I was going to say, did she know she was on our show right. <laughs> before no. you met her? She didn't know who I was. <laughs> but let me tell you, she did after I left. Yeah. She said she adored me. So that was fun. Then I had mm-hmm. to rush back home. Because I had to be at work the next day because, heaven forbid, you know, mm-hmm. I have a day off at work. So it was a really hard week. And Saturday comes around. I know my phone hates me, so I know I need <clears> to upgrade <throat> my phone. Mm-hmm. So Saturday morning, I'm like, I'm going to upgrade my phone. I'm going to buy some dog dishes because eventually I want a dog. So I thought this would be telling the universe mm-hmm. I'm going to get a dog in my future. So I just wanted to buy accessories. I was thought about buying a vacuum you know, that would be for... So while I'm sitting there, I'm texting Sergey, uh-huh. And I forget how it started, but Sergey goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm looking at dog stuff because I want to do it. And Sergey goes, you should buy one today. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> it wasn't hard to convince <laughs> you. No, yeah. no. I was like, so really quickly, <laughs> I called my boss, found out I could get, you know, she's on the board of the Humane Society, found mm-hmm. out where they were, how much, you know, all the good stuff. And then um, Sergey and your friend, who is our unofficial intern, yeah, Justin, Justin. Um, and I, we met up mm-hmm. like at mm-hmm. a talk, a taco place, at a coffee place. I'm not yeah. hungry. <laughs> a coffee place halfway there, and then we went up to the shelter, and mm-hmm. we met this cute little dog, and we took him for, and he's a little Dachshund, and I mm-hmm. decided right then that he was my boy, and so I took home a doggy. I was gonna say, yeah, we met up at the taco place, and we grabbed a dog. <laughs> I don't know whose it was, but they left it there. So we're like, okay. <laughs> but it's I know. And his name is, okay, so it took me half the day to come up mm-hmm. with his name. I didn't know what I wanted to name him. I didn't like the name the shelter gave him. And they didn't know what his real name was either because he was found. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, he's a five-year-old, six-year-old Dachshund, and his name is Roscoe. And he Ooh. is adorable. So cute. so cute. I have yet to meet him. He yeah. will. <laughs> Roscoe is now, he's letting me, I'm going to go home and find out how he does when he's at my house right. alone. <laughs> but I'll tell you, we went for an hour and a half walk mm-hmm. yesterday, and Dotsons are hilarious to watch walk because, yeah. <laughs> you know, they have the tiniest legs. And he's a very muscular boy. Like, his chest is like, he mm-hmm. will he will take you down. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he can. Everybody, he loves people and will eat your dog. Even if it's a Doberman, he'll take it out. But he'll walk, and he's the happiest boy when he's walking. So I'm in love with my new Roscoe. And he, what I love about him is he does love to play, but he gets worn out really quickly, and then he loves to nap. So he's perfect for me. <laughs> like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, but he does love he. We got it. We went to mm-hmm. Petco and mm-hmm. got him a bunch of you know toys and things and, and bought trees. him food well, so he can eat. I don't want to take away from your brilliant story, Jonathan. But you know, <laughs> my cat actually came up to me and allowed me to cuddle him for like ten minutes this week. Wow. Wait, which so one? really, Ash? <laughs> no, Charcoal. Oh, okay. I'm not as impressed. Yeah. So Will has two cats, Ash and Charcoal, mm-hmm. and Ash is very sweet. But that one would be the impressive one because he wants nothing to do with anyone. Yeah. Um, but he'll yell at you. And then there's Charcoal, who mm-hmm. 
Will affectionately says, sometimes he has to cuddle rape. So yeah. I apologize to everybody out there, but that is what he says. Yeah. Hey, if he would be more willing to cuddle with me, yeah. I wouldn't have to do that. Wow. I, am, I am mortified. Remember, yeah. everyone who's listening that's angry right now, Will yeah. is leaving the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey. But one of the first things, speaking of which, so we had so much fun last mm-hmm. week. We talked about you know the new laws going mm-hmm. into effect. We have marijuana uh, where you can go in and buy marijuana legally now. And we talked about the guy who got fired and rehired, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we had a lot of fun. We mm-hmm. were laughing a lot. And we're leaving the studio and Will goes, I just loved it. We like didn't care about being PC at all. <laughs> so <laughs> like, which honestly is how we talk in real life. So exactly. that's funny. Exactly. So well, I don't think I've ever heard the conversation. I don't know him. <laughs> we're in the middle of our t- right? regular which typically conversation. typically we just on Will about five times a show. Yes. So this time we. <laughs> you and Greg would just sit there and gig up on me. It's like, I would like everyone out there to know Will is in no way affiliated with yeah. Outspoken. <laughs> and if you want us to hit him, just let right, us know. Right. <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Sergey, this is like your sixth show? Something like you were that. supposed to be on a four show arc. Right, so welcome to right. show six. Because we six. don't know how to count it outspoken. Yeah. <laughs> four, you'll do eight, at ten we'll let you know. By twelve you'll be on. Thirteen we'll Exactly. See. But yeah. you're just too good, so we yeah. can't let you go. Oh, so it's too you. yeah. So good to know. Yeah. Yes, Sergey is still here and you're gonna hear him for I'm a back long again time and again. To come, right? Yeah. Uh really quick before we get into the hot topics, uh-huh. we do wanna uh, acknowledge the fires that are going on all around Everywhere. Washington State right now, it really feels like we're just, like the whole state is on fire in one way or another. <laughs> and basically, we do burn down every year, but it does feel a little worse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's a really bad one. I can't remember what they called it, but it's over by uh, Brewster now. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just decimated, I think, uh, over 100 homes. Over oh, Yeah, uh, and they were on, wow. last I heard, and I think this was Saturday, it was um, level three, mm-hmm. where almost everybody had been evacuated. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's getting really scary. I, I have some friends out there who you know were got out took a few mm-hmm. of what they don't want to lose just in case it takes their home and now they're just waiting you know how scary and, and yeah. we got their ashes i mean it it is so big that we in spokane like a few days ago yeah it all it was was ash oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was that, so um, horrible and you know as somebody that's that been evacuated numerous times while i lived in cashmere because mm-hmm. we lived up one of the canyons that would just constantly the canyons <laughs> always burn yes mm-hmm. uh it's really scary, especially, you know, uh, we had, me and Jonathan had a fire in our past, so we know how it yeah, is to sure, not sure. only be evacuated, but to lose everything. Uh-huh. It can be really, really hard. And it's traumatizing. And I yeah. don't think, you know, we Will and I used to memor- memorialize it every year. Um, I think it was March 31st. Yeah. <clears throat> every year when our when our apartment burned down way years ago. But we remember talking afterwards about how you don't understand the actual effects of, it's like mm-hmm. uh, grief. It's like yeah. um, a death. And you have to go through. It was a very emotional time for you and I. Wow. Just, and, um, well, just imagine sitting there and saying, okay, you know, you have all these thoughts mm-hmm. in the back of your head of what is yours, your clothes, your items. Just imagine that one day, you know, three or four weeks after the fire, you're going, okay, well, I think today I'm going to wear that. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. have to sit there and remind yourself, oh, that's right. That's I don't gone. Have that. wow. And that's gone. And yeah. that's gone. I mean, I was over at a, a partner's house at the time. Um, and so literally all I had was the boots I was wearing mm-hmm. and I happened to have another pair of shoes at his house and the clothes I had on. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, all that survived. And it started at eight 
in the morning because when I woke up, I smelled it and opened a um, actually Will's room door, and that's where the fire had started. And I had enough time to grab my cell phone and my jacket, and I'm in my pajamas, and you just run out the door. And so it was the Red Cross who gave mm-hmm. us toothpaste mm-hmm. and toothbrush, and then we were given a floor to sleep on. And <laughs> can I just say my one complaint: the the Red Cross gave us uh, I think it was like a hundred and fifty or something for groceries, like, yeah, for groceries. But they gave it to us to the most expensive place. Yeah, <laughs> like a hundred and fifty bought you a bottle of uh, eggs and milk. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we maybe go to a cheaper store? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was a rough time, so we definitely feel for everyone. And Will was telling me, and I have to apologize, I didn't under, I didn't realize this, but there's a fire out in Cheney, I guess. Yeah, uh, they, wow. uh, it's the Watermelon Hill fire, uh, which I, that's the only reason why I remember the name of it. Is <laughs> I love watermelon. I love watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's right outside of Cheney, and uh, they've actually been evacuating several small towns uh, coming into Cheney. Uh, sure. Cheney has so far hasn't been evacuated or anything like wow. that. It's yeah. far enough out, but uh, all the evacuees are actually being uh, it's, housed in Cheney. It's scary. One of my uh, longest and most enduring relationships was with a uh, a man who was a wildland firefighter, mm-hmm. and so I hated the summers because every summer he was. And they what happens is Will was saying earlier, um, at least in our conversation, that sometimes they have to bring in people from out of state and he was in montana he worked in the missoula area and he went to there was a big alaska fire about 10 years ago they would fly him everywhere and a lot of times you wouldn't hear i wouldn't hear from him because he would be out of range or whatever and so i also my heart goes out to the firefighters out there and their families this is a really and to do it every year i don't think i'm glad kind of that we broke up because i honestly I'm a freak enough now that just, you know, years of compounded worry, I probably would be in an insane yeah. asylum <laughs> currently. But my heart goes out to them as well. It's a very rough time for families of firemen who are out there fighting them. And thank God mm-hmm. someone's fighting them, but that's rough. You know, yes. they are, you know, another version of a soldier. You know, So to, to yeah, everyone that's affected definitely. by this fire in any numerous ways that you could be affected... Our thoughts and prayers go out to you, everyone yeah. here at Outspoken. We're so sweet. We are. I know. Now let's <laughs> talk crap about people so we feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is a big day for us. We are going to have, in the second hour, we are going to be talking to Spokane City Councilman John Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've been talking about the importance of getting involved in politics with the whole INDA, which we're going to talk right. a little bit about right. again here in a little bit how important it is to understand the people who represent you. Mm -hmm. Because if they're representing you, shouldn't you know what they're saying about you? We've called into question some of the lobbyists on the Hill. So this is kind of like our Mm -hmm. one-on-one. We think it's important to get to know the people who represent you here locally and then expand upon that. Mm -hmm. There is a, the primary is coming up. A lot of you would have gotten a little ballot in the mail. There's not a lot on it. I think every election is important to vote. Um, Mm -hmm. So I have mine in studio today proof there's my ballot yeah i'll be turning that in <laughs> but we're going to talk to john snyder about okay what is it that the city council does for us sure um what is the term like what brought him to the decision that he wanted to be on there we're going to talk about the things that are important to him that he is taking on um as his platform and mm-hmm. we're also wanting to talk to him about what happened in may when uh spokane city council voted on changing the definition or more should i say refining the definition of trans really, yeah. of yeah. the tra- uh, being transgender in mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. um in the protective uh, classes of our of our city council and the chart city charter and all that stuff. So we're yeah. going to talk to him about that. It's going to be a one on one. Let's mm-hmm. learn how this works and how can we be involved as citizens, especially so. as you know somebody like me. I vote in the national elections, yeah. but I always forget to vote in the local. And this really just, will. Yes, but I am I very bad at. Interesting, uh, though. Yeah, it, I'm. What? 
because national, I always know how it affects me. I know that, oh, they're trying right, to pass. Exactly. And it's right. so publicized. And I feel like that's such a thing with people. You know, everyone does that. Everyone's always like, oh, okay, the president, I know who I'm voting for. But when right. it comes to, you know, your legislative district here in Washington right. or your city councilman, well, what's no going one on votes. in your own backyard? Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, what? Well, I, I mean, never. Well, you didn't yeah. vote because right? we didn't think to think locally. Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah. way to go for at least uh, we're upping the percentage of people who vote in the national election. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But now I think we just need to be more involved in we our do. lives. Yeah. And I think for the LGBT community, the end of situation in HRC is a wake up call. And so now we need mm-hmm. to start doing these things and i get it i think what happens is we look at it and we are so overwhelmed because wait i haven't cared about any of these politics and now i have to care about all of them and now so you freak out and you you know and you freeze so i think i mean as we move forward we'll be talking more and more to different people and we'll Mm -hmm. be exploring how do you be a citizen who is involved Right. In your own, because let's face it, and these everything is affecting your life. Definitely. And how do you make sure, especially, you know, as we transition as a national uh, LGBT movement, mm-hmm. as it becomes more and more mainstream and it, be- gets, it gets bigger, we sometimes forget about the grassroots part of it, about the fact that these things start out small and they get, you have to keep those small parts of it or else you lose your entire movement. We can't forget that, oh, yeah, while we're making progress on the presidential front and, you know, in the houses and all that kind of stuff, that we still have to pay attention to city councils. We still have yeah. to pay attention to these smaller districts and these smaller right, areas of course. in order to make sure that we don't well, win large yeah. nationally yeah. and lose everything small. Yeah. How many times <laughs> is the president going to come to your backyard and say, oh, this road needs paving? <laughs> right, no, right. That's 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 your city he's, council. Right yeah. There. He's not the one doing. It. No. C- no. Can we have no. it paved in rainbow colors? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and could it not be Sprague? It's been paved enough. Yeah. <laughs> I have. We all know if you listen uh-huh. to the show, I have a problem with spring um which i'm sure it needs paving but really there's a bazillion other roads that i would like some help on i'm just saying Mm -hmm. but um it's important to remember these things as well as we start talking we're talking about more states with the take striking the ban on Mm -hmm. um equality of marriage um and so we're going to be talking about those things as well which if we remember look what almost happened in arizona where there was almost a law pushed through that would have made it legal for small businesses to actually put up a sign that said, if you're gay, we're not helping you. There's another example of that on a smaller level would have started a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. So, and it's big enough for there. So you have to watch your own backyard because it's, yeah. it is setting the precedent for what's going to be coming on the larger scale. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? So it starts here and grows. So we are going to be talking about those things mm-hmm. in the next uh, 45 minutes. But before we take a quick music break, uh, I'm gonna let the boys decide what song that is. Okay. So okay. Uh, so they've. I'm trying they to uh, decipher uh, sign language here. Sergey's pointing at me, which I'm we like, do all okay. the time. I'm well, thinking he means that it's gonna be my song choice. <laughs> right. Well, at least. <laughs> right. We I have will now roll my eyes at you. <laughs> Snap my fingers in a Z formation. <laughs> at least now we know Kurt is good at sending us notes yeah. now. Thank God, because yeah. I think if the producer was trying to give us sign language, mm-hmm. then then we're in real trouble because he has a lot more to say. Yeah. <laughs> than when but before we go to break, we do want to congratulate. Antonia B. She's the first winner in the Loud and Proud ticket giveaway that we talked about last week. Um, she is. She got two tickets to. I'm trying to paraphrase this. Um, 
<laughs> two tickets to Against Me, which is playing at the Knitting Factory on August 12th. Now, remember, they had five sets of tickets to give away. Mm. So she won two of them. So contact Loud and Proud to learn how you can claim your tickets, Antonia B., and how you can go. And Are there tickets left, Mr. Producer? There are more tickets, four more sets of tickets left. Correct. Um, so remember, you can get those. So is that, to, is, that, is that how that works? They give away... There was five, and they gave there away one. There were five one. sets. And at least four? Is, is that how, is that how <laughs> that Remember, works? we're not going to I was making here. sure <laughs> no. that he didn't mean two sets of two, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was doing advanced math. So... Remember, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get one of those last four sets of tickets for Against Me playing at the Nitty Factory on August twelfth, go to loudandproud.proudtimes.com, click Contact Us on the top of the menu to send your message to why you should win. Tell them why you think you need these tickets. Make it good. Mm. I mean, maybe make it tearful. Maybe. <laughs> I mean. Or just be really funny. Those are the two ways you win with me. Right. You either <laughs> rip my heart out and I'm crying for an hour, or you make me laugh till mm-hmm. I cry. Either mm-hmm. way. Winners will be selected at random by the staff of Proud Times and will be announced. We'll announce it here, and I know they'll announce it on their website. The tickets brought to you by the Knitting Factory and Proud Times and, of course, your hot mess boys at Outspoken. So congratulations, Antonia B. Please contact them, find mm-hmm. out how you can get your tickets, and go and win some of those last four. Uh, that'll be great. Until then, Will, why don't you take us away to some music? Yeah, so this song is uh, it's actually a cover by uh, uh, and, and, and VC. Uh, it's Wake Me Up. That was smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Outspoken. This is KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this has been, uh, that was actually uh, Wake Me Up from Sam Midor. Uh, it was his, uh, what do they call it? He, his version his of cover. that song. Yeah, his cover his of cover that song. Of Thank you. Uh, couldn't remember his name before I mm-hmm. <laughs> before we started playing the song, so I figured I better give it now. <laughs> we like to give credit yes. when possible. Give credit where Sometimes. It's due. Sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we remember. Right. So as we remember the second hour of this amazing hot mess sunday show of outspoken is with city councilman uh john snyder so he'll be in studio uh fun little fact about Mm -hmm. him that we'll talk about when he gets here is Mm -hmm. that he was the first board president of kyrs that's right way back in the day we've i think we're 11 years old Mm -hmm. so um that's kind of exciting part two he so he's always been involved in the community and so we're going to have him on but till then we've got some things we want to talk about Yes. So one of them is, you know, the last two weeks we've talked <coughs> about HRC support of Inda. Last uh-huh. week we talked about some huge LGBTQ organizations mm-hmm. pulling their backing of Inda. HRC has stayed on. There's still a few large ones that are there, but a gigantic number yeah. have pulled it because they believed that the religious liberties section was mm-hmm. made too broad. Um, so what Inda started as and what it has become are two different things because that agenda has been brought in and you know and kind of basically, gutted it. Basically, it says you can't discriminate unless you feel like discriminating, and God says you can't, so then you can't. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it it is a as it's mm-hmm. been called in the media. It's a license to discriminate. It's saying. This is a federal law, but don't worry, you guys don't need to worry about that. That's just <laughs> silly, right? And I think how is that fair? 
you know, I just don't mm-hmm. think it is. So one of the big things mm-hmm. that's been that kind of brings this up again is tomorrow, Monday, um, President Obama is supposed to sign some new executive orders. That's right. That yep. would make um, adding. There's two of them he's mm-hmm. signing. Mm-hmm. It would add sexual orientation and transgender to one of them and then add transgender to the other because it already gender has sexual identity. General. I'm sorry. You're yeah, right. Gender identity. Gender identity. To and it mm-hmm. is protecting um, people from if a federal. Yeah, it's the federal workplace. It says uh, the se- the civil federal workplace and uh, civil federal uh, organizations are going to be protected from the discrimination of uh, discriminating by uh, sexual orientation, transgender, or gender identity, which mm-hmm. is huge. And it's yeah. adding to that the protection class. And exactly. basically it's saying you cannot either fire, refuse to promote, mm-hmm. or refuse to hire these people solely based on these right. facts. Right. It's a big deal. One of the big concerns has been, mm-hmm. like has happened to Inda, is he, he's he been getting a lot of pressure to add a... Um, a the liberty, religious liberty section yep. to, yeah. so he would rewrite them, which is what they thought he was going to do. Yeah. And he would add a section that would have protections for religious liberties. Mm-hmm. And that would do, in essence, the same thing that's going to happen with Inda. Well, right. you just got to remember, Jonathan, Christians in today's day and age are being severely persecuted <laughs> by us nasty homos who want <laughs> want to force them to, you know, pay for our weddings and right. <laughs> carry our flowers and, and everything down cakes. the aisle. Yes, our wedding I mean. cakes. You must do it. I'm sorry. If you don't want to be part of it, I don't want you either. Because, yeah. you know, classically in the it. United States, the Christian religion is really persecuted. It is. I mean, yeah. throughout the history of the United States, it's been one of just... I cry for them. Yeah. Yes, every day. <laughs> Exactly. No, and it's true. And we do have an attitude about it. But you know what? I think as people in the LGBT community, as us as gay men, we have a right to okay, be mad yeah. about I've, it and I've, have an attitude. I've decided how we should move forward on ENDA. I've decided we should pass it, but we should add another amendment. And what this amendment will say is that gay people can refuse uh, anything mm-hmm. that, uh, <laughs> like, we can refuse to help somebody based on their religion. Right? They can discriminate against us. Let us discriminate (laughs) against them. And if we turn the tables like that, which is, just like you're saying, is the exact same thing, they would be up in arms and they wouldn't understand. (laughs) This is a non-Christian establishment. I'm sorry. You have to worship Satan to be able to eat at my ear. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true because, you know what? I don't want to fight. I I grew up Christian. I have no fight. I I still consider myself Christian. It's it's amazing how much energy they put into discrimination. Yeah, Yeah. all the time. Well, the rumor has it that, first of all, uh, President Obama is not going to rewrite these executive orders. He is just going to add to. Right. And so, which is good for the LGBT community because he will not be uh, cowing to pressure from Mm -hmm. the the right-wing, Christian right-wing establishment pressuring him to add religious liberties to this. It's going to stay as it is, and he's just going to sign into effect these, these changes that he's having there. Now... Given, I'm always like, I get it. We're everybody celebrating. Thank God he's not going to count. But I, I don't mm-hmm. count my chickens, you know, before. I don't know how that phrase goes. You don't <laughs> count your chickens. Do I don't count my, chi- my chickens before they uh, lay their eggs. I, I, would I, just, I would just leave it at, I don't count. Yeah, I've yeah, proven yeah, this on the show there you this, go. this That's morning. more like it. Your next birthday gift will be a Let's see. Let's see. We took away two <laughs> or one. Does, yeah. does that, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. What I'm saying is I want to wait until he actually signs them sure. and didn't rewrite them and there were no before I celebrate. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, we've been burned before. Remember yeah. all those great campaign promises Clinton made? Next thing you know, DOMA goes into effect. <laughs> I'm just like, I right, let's wait. 
Now, when he signs Let's them... not get distracted by the shiny. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I do have a lot of faith. I think the odds are with us that he is telling the truth and he's I, just I, going I, to I have a feeling when that. it comes to LGBT issues, Obama has been pretty... Uh, he has. He's been pre- very Pretty resistant yeah. uh, to... Uh, pressure. Pressure exactly. from the other side. Exactly. So I'd, I'm not too worried about it, but uh, yeah. it's well, definitely we, something to keep watch of. Yeah, we'll definitely see tomorrow because that's when that's happening. I know. More and day. Uh, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. just tomorrow. So next week, we'll give you an update. And yep. then let's hope that I'll bring yeah. my chickens in the studio. Yeah, right. <laughs> we can count and, them together. And, if, <laughs> and then you we can, can help. count them. We'll have a professional uh, <laughs> mathematician there. <laughs> to make sure A mathematician or whatever. Yeah. And he'll have an abacus <laughs> there. Yeah. So. To make sure that we don't make any mistakes <laughs> counting our three or four chickens. <laughs> this is going to be like that three that or four election where Florida had the hanging chads all over again. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. We'll each come up with three different answers. Yeah. <laughs> there's five chicken. No, I count four. Yeah. I think there's just the one. The divide? <laughs> <laughs> Who's been drinking and their vision is blurred? Yeah. That's, that'll be the first, the first step in that direction. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exciting for us. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see, you know, Inda is still only passed by the Senate, not passed by the House yet. So we're waiting right. to see if John Boehner. It's one of those times there, when uh, <laughs> people dragging their feet on LGBT issues because, you know, they're against us actually might work out in our favor. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. John I, Boehner's refusal to bring it to the House right. or, you know, might. But, you know, good. it's still being, yeah. I was reading an article, yeah. HRC is still pushing. Of course, that's pushing. their baby. Yeah. And they're still pushing it through along, along with uh, mm-hmm. a couple of others, um, yeah. high visibility organizations mm-hmm. for the LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, people, community. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, especially after President Obama has chosen uh, what seems to be his chosen mm-hmm. to not rewrite mm-hmm. his um, executive orders right. and to just add it. So we know where he's standing based on that. Yeah. And of course, now now I want to see if that pressures yeah. Inda. But it's, I think Inda needs to be redone I, in I its agree. current form it's not helping us yeah it's a weird interesting fight in between our like in our own community community because there are you know three major organizations pushing it and then every other organization is not supporting it anymore and, and you know, shouldn't there be a dialogue about this right exactly Why, the where's the communication that has been lost now you know? we are reaching out to hrc yeah. this is what's important to us okay so yeah the big boys are all fighting about it but why i think there needs to be a conversation mm-hmm. in our community mm-hmm. because isn't it there to protect us, quote unquote. Right. You know, shouldn't I want to know why, what they think of everybody pulling their support, and then the ones that stayed, I want to know why they have stayed. Tell sure. at least talk to us and not just. I just don't believe in this blindly trusting thing. I'm willing to hear and listen and even research as we do on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to ask know. yourself. They they have to have a good reason in order to continue doing it. In my mind, or else is they're not really representing us anymore. It's politics, and if they're not representing us, who are they representing? Mm-hmm. If they're and not fighting is, on our side, that's who why are they we fighting? Whose side are they fighting for? Yeah, right. And right. I'm not saying, as I've stated before, I actually like the HRC. I think they do a lot of good things, and they mm-hmm. have done a lot of good things for us in the past. But just because you have appreciated someone for so long doesn't mean mm-hmm. you need to mm-hmm. not check in now and then. You know what exactly. I mean? It's too easy to be swooned by and, and you know, by the political establishment. And it, mm-hmm. You know, there are mm-hmm. lots of things going on behind the scenes. And right. one thing I always say, uh, you need to trust, but you need to have a trust where you actually look at what's going on 
and think logically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like trusting a partner who says he's not cheating and then comes home with different colored lipstick every night. I would <laughs> right? tend to hmm. think, hmm, and I mean like on his collar. <laughs> he's wearing lipstick every night. It's a different color. I think he's been cheating. I... <laughs> he might be a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> that no, might I be just, normal, Will. You need to, Are you your know, heels missing? <laughs> you need to look at what's going on and you need to be mm. mindful of things can happen yeah you know you need to not just ignore something staring at you in the face yeah because it's the uncomfortable conversation exactly and i think it's that honesty that makes us uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but it's isn't it the only way to have an honest relationship to be represented honestly it's the only way so we have been keeping a a big watch and we'll Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. week we'll do even more research and see where inda is currently Um, we will continue to reach out and ask for a representative even if it's not the HRC, one of these other large organizations that is staying, I believe there's three of them now. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Tell me why. Why did yeah. you choose when everybody else left to stay? What makes you still believe in this? And I mean, it's time to find out what the motivation is. And is it really us or is there something else going on? You know, when we first started talking about this, me and Jonathan had different opinions and we discussed it and we talked about why I felt that they were staying and uh what the motivation could be and what was the right choice to make. And, you know, we talked about it. And in the end, I changed my view on it. And I decided that, you know what, it is in the end, it would do more harm than good. And that's a conversation that honestly we should be having with them. If they have reasons that Mm -hmm. we're not aware of, let's have that conversation. Exactly. We're not saying we're, we're completely right. We're just saying we want to have that conversation so we can understand. You know, and that's been the whole point of Mm -hmm. our show anyways, is that we realize that it's within dialogue. It's within the conversation that we learn, we understand more. Yeah. And when Will and I have a conversation, we both go into it knowing we're going to, we'll probably fight it down. But in the end, we're going to, one of either of us can change our minds. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because what we're doing is we're learning. And, you know, that's why we say join the conversation mm-hmm. on exactly. Outspoken. Exactly. And I just think it's important that this is a conversation, you know, only so we can know more. I'm not saying that if one of the representatives came on, that everything that we all say, we all have our own, you know, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. bent to Deep what we want to mm-hmm. say. But it's important to to get out there and, and try to understand exactly. what's really happening. Well, yeah. you went and read it. Yeah, yeah, Sergey read the this, whole amendment. This you know? not boring oh, amendment terrible. at all. Because but you cared. And you <laughs> yeah. could, you're here, you're saying, well, on page six. Yeah. I don't understand how he can, uh, he can understand it. Yeah. Because, like, I, get, I start reading it and it's like, that seems to contradict what they said sure, up there. Sure, right, and now sure. they're taking it back and they're making well, it see, go over What you here, have to like, do is you have to take every other <laughs> word, take it out, and then subtract <laughs> it and say... Oh, just no. simplify it. He completely. mentioned math again. <laughs> oh, There's like an algorithm right, yeah. that, that <laughs> yeah. Sergey has to what use. What are the parameters <laughs> here? <Right. laughs> but see, that's why he's such an important part of the show. <laughs> because we could be like, okay, tell us what that meant. Yeah. <laughs> Make that, put that in layman's terms yeah. for yeah, us. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, we always talk about politics. This brings mm-hmm. us to another interesting This is very personal to me. Yeah, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma mm-hmm. just struck down the um, ban on gay marriage. Um, and well, it's it, huge. It now it was stayed. Yeah, it was yeah, reconfirmed. Yeah. And yet it was stayed anyways. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> we've done this twice. Twice we have decided um, the mm-hmm. 10th Circuit uh, Court of Appeals have decided, oh, yeah, you're right. You're, it shouldn't be there. Yep. But we're still going to put a stay on it because, what, we want to fight this forever. So now I call her Governor Mary Fallon, who I call Phelan Fallon. Um, she was there when I was there. She's horrible. And I'm just going to come right out and say she's horrible, <laughs> horrible human being. Um, she, of course, is is out there saying 
you know, it's time that we that we we're going to fight it again because in Oklahoma in 2004, it was a um, mm-hmm. a vote. Right. And the public said. But what gets me about this is, uh, Miss Fallon, do you not believe that the public changes? There has been a lot of changes sure, sure. in the last 10 years mm-hmm, <laughs> since mm-hmm. that vote. How can you, if that's your one argument you're using, mm, I don't think it's an argument. Well, right. and it's also, you have to, okay, so if we're going to allow ourselves to vote on everything, does that mean I get to vote on the rights of Christians? Right. <laughs> oh, but that's the funny thing. Sure. You would never be allowed to vote on that. Exactly. Because exactly. they're the ones controlling it. So, well, And the argument no that she, she presents, <laughs> I I just don't appreciate it at all she says that uh why does the federal government get to tell us to say uh that that they have equal rights but the state can't say uh we can discriminate you know she's saying basically that uh the federal government is trying to take too much power over the state and right really i mean the federal government is supposed to do that they're supposed to you know run the country as a whole and then the states get their rights but at the same time you know human rights if that's federally uh, mandated why are you fighting that? Right. Why are you fighting well, that? And it's it's the whole oversee that federal government and there's always yeah. been a really good agreement between exactly federal government and the states. And then there'll be certain issues mm-hmm. like California mm-hmm. has had legalized marijuana for how long? And yet the DEA, what is that? What is yeah, the Drug Enforcement um, mm-hmm. Agency agency yeah. they go in all the time and raid. Those shops, even though in the state they're like, so there's always this turmoil. (laughs) But in the end, the federal government is supposed to be there to make sure that we are all evolving with the country. So Oklahoma, you're going to change eventually. You're not going to have a choice. So Mm -hmm. Phelan Fallon needs to get out (laughs) and get out of the way. I have to say something about what you were just talking about with California. Okay, basically what that tells me is the DAA doesn't want to have to do work anymore. What they're doing, because basically <laughs> to run a business like that in California, you have to register. Yeah. So basically they just go and they get the registration from the state <laughs> and then go and get the marriage one and say, hey, look, and we they, busted people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. They put it on a calendar. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, on this day, we're yeah. going to talk about these people. Yeah. Hey, we <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's yeah. lots of things, you know, uh, Denver also having mm-hmm. the same thing in the same Tenth Circuit Court. Yeah, yeah. I think it's now 26 <laughs> states. 20, it's legal. Um, it's all done deal. 26 yep. altogether if these last six go. I mean, we're right. we're hitting that threshold where we're already over halfway there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just think these governors who are fighting, 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 these states who are saying no, 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 right. I think maybe it's time to put your money mm-hmm. where your citizens need your money. Right. Why? Are, especially because with this, you're fighting a good good percentage of your citizens mm-hmm. you're there mm-hmm. to represent your people not just a specific faction of your people well, you know exactly. what i mean yeah. which they're going to come back and say well yeah. you're saying lgbt is a specific faction well <sighs> it's also- what what gets me is you know for years the christian right and these mm-hmm. people who are the conservative legislatures used to say that they were representing the true america because most americans are yeah. in the royal state r- rural states and you know mm-hmm. believe the same way that i believe and so i'm I'm, you know, most of America agrees with me. Anymore, those polls are showing that is not true. That even rural Americans don't agree with them. Right. And yet they're still pushing those views. So who exactly are they still fighting for? Right. Because they used to say they were fighting for the real America, the America out there in these states that needed representation. 
Well, and honestly, well, you're not you representing at, them anymore. If right, you look yeah. at the record and the past interviews and things of Mary Fallon, um, it is more obvious to me that she is fighting her own fight mm-hmm. than anything else. You can feel her internalized prejudice gigantic in everything that she releases about these things. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mm-hmm. And she has made it's been more than just against gay marriage. I mean, when they decided federally that, um, you know, National Guard would get um, would have uh, benefits, um, health insurance and everything for their openly gay soldiers. She's the one that said in Oklahoma, no, you won't. I mean, she's made many and it all seems very much driven by her prejudice and not Mm -hmm. by, you know, what is actually supposed to be policy and what is moving Oklahoma forward. What I don't understand so what are they saying? They're saying that because we're gay and because that their religion doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, agree with the gay thing that we shouldn't have health care. Like what what exactly are you trying They're to say with you that? You should die and that's the only legal way they can think of to kill you. Right. That's what it wow. feels like. That's Don't yeah. you I mean it's basically saying we would like, like to truth. put you in concentration yeah. <laughs> camps, but we can't yeah. do that in this yeah. day and age. So this we're <laughs> yeah. going to take away all mm-hmm. your rights because mm-hmm. you I don't want to see you as equal. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look at you. I want you to have nothing. Right. Can because I... you're so what is going on? You're so mm-hmm. the venom mm-hmm. is dripping from your, you know, fangs. I don't you know. A, yeah. a while back there was this big debate about what should happen over in Africa. A lot of these nations were uh, passing laws that would uh, basically sentence gay people to death or throw yeah. them in prison, yeah. all these kinds of things. And I remember reading stories where it was discovered that a lot of uh, the right, the Christian right over here, was sponsoring this stuff and was making trips over to these countries yeah. to help them yep. legislate this. Yeah, we started talking. Yeah, that was So basically they decided, maybe oh, eight months ago. Yeah. we can't do that here at home, so right. we'll pass these right. bills that we yeah. can't, <laughs> and then we'll go to other countries to yep. get, you know, <laughs> the killing on. Right, yeah. and then that's great. let's remember, thou shall not <laughs> kill. Wait, what? No, Is that sorry. in the Bible? I'm sorry, no. Oh. If, if <laughs> oh, that I doesn't that work for me, then no. Right. Yeah. Right. Thou shall not kill heterosexuals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Real a little-known uh-huh. Hebrew word that was after that that right. we, yeah, yeah. That we <laughs> forgot to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why, to, in order to follow that, you shall not kill yeah. you know, human beings, you know, people. Right. But we're not people. We're homosexuals. Right. See, and they've decided really... that we're not real people, so therefore, <laughs> rules like that don't and apply actually, to us. that's probably not far from the truth. Let's sure. give it. Yeah. You, you uh, sift this all down to what's really going on, and that really is what it is, and you can't mm-hmm. deny that. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, so I'm excited for our Oklahoma people. Um, they had a huge rally and a party, even yeah. though it's a state. It's a big victory still um, for the second time. They know an appeal is going to come from the government on this one, um, but they're staying strong. So, you know, we're behind you at Outspoken. More power yeah. to you. Congratulations. For sure. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, we get very passionate. Let's talk about <laughs> a little thing that uh, this little 16 year old Nash career out yeah. of um, Nashville. Mm hmm. He has he's on Vine, which mm-hmm. is a video um, website, mm-hmm. and he has the most followers of anyone. I think it's eight point eight million. Eight point eight million. That's 8. right. Eight point eight million people follow him. At sixteen, him. which is huge already. Right. Yeah. So he's this little mini celebrity. That's right. a lot of people to right. follow you. He let out a video. He likes to be funny and zany and all this stuff. And back in April, he had let out a video mm-hmm. where he there was a um, a gay slur. Mm-hmm. Involved, he thought he was being funny. He used the f word, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it uh, was deleted right away. Yeah. Well, as Will, our tech guy, has pointed out, nothing is deleted. 
Right. Someone found it out in April. You can always find it. Yep. They reposted mm-hmm. it. Now this kid is getting a lot of backlash. He yeah. has since gone on Twitter twice and apologized publicly. Yeah. Um, yep. And then it's come a conversation in our community, which is, do you, because it seems so much a lack of forgiveness on right. our part. Well, here's the thing. He's 16. He's looking for more attention. Yeah, he is. And more fans, honestly. He's he's running something where he's trying to get more fans. He has 8.8 million, the goal 10 million, be it 12 million. He's right. looking for more fans. He's trying to be funny. Yeah. And so his way of approaching that was to find something humorous and something, you know, pretty controversial. Yeah. But to make that a joke. And that was his angle on it. And he probably did not at all think to... Um, to think about what he was doing. So he let that out. You know, he was just a oh, spur of the moment. And right. then he gets backlash. And he has apologized. He has he has apologized he, twice. He has a picture of him kissing one of his gay fans yeah. in order to right apologize. Right on the mouth. Right on the mouth. And uh, while, while that's that's too much, I don't think he should be d- kissing <laughs> yeah, gay fans. You don't need fans. to do that. You don't need yeah. to do that. But yeah. I, I personally think, okay, I mean, you've learned your lesson. You're getting a lot of backlash. You're getting a lot of flack for this. So be it. That's I. Yeah. I'm. I would forgive him right now. Yeah. I. I have no grudge against him because mm-hmm. he's a 16 year old boy trying to get fans who's trying to be funny in a way that he knows is real. Because I mean, when I grew up in high school, saying "Oh, that's so gay" right? was such a thing. Oh and yeah, people didn't realize that. Yeah. And so, you know, I think uh, it's just his age, really. Something Sergey said kind of mm-hmm. uh, hit me. Uh, Sergey was saying, "Okay, he made a mistake and he tried to to fix it." Right. Well, to try to fix it, he took it immediately down. Yeah, so he exactly, realized, exactly. oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that was And took far. it down. Mm-hmm. And yet, we can't allow him to have exactly. that mistake and to learn from it. We're yeah. like, no, you made the mistake. You clicked the button. You, you are think... forever going to be this right. because of that one mistake. This is very similar to a conversation we've had uh, numerous times mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. And it tended to be about uh, celebrities who made faux pas when it came to the yeah. transgender community. And yeah. we said. Like, one of them that comes to mind is Gabrielle Sidibe, who made some comments on the Arsenal Hall show. Uh, she used some transphobic slurs, um, but wasn't aware that that's what she was doing. And mm-hmm. instead of talking to her and educating her, we felt that she was being, you know, put on a, you know, we were making a public example her. of yeah. her. Um, and we thought, but now, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. That we Now it's in... The gay community talking about a gay slur, even though we're all together, right, right. we have to understand, are we doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. Are we mm-hmm. willing to forgive him? And does he need our forgiveness? This is what I think. You're right. He's a 16-year-old kid. I don't yeah. know if he's sincere about his, because I don't know him. Right. Who, yeah. but are, at we, least, are we the ones to judge that, though? Right. Exactly. And, but here's the yeah. thing. Don't you think this is, this is really the problem with how easy it is to get celebrity nowadays? Mm-hmm. Because... He, no one knows how to... You see the Miley Cyruses and all of these mm-hmm. Justin Biebers. They come up so fast. They get so famous. They have no idea how to handle it. They make lots of mistakes. This kid makes a big mistake. Mm-hmm. And he is crucified publicly for it. Do we... You know, and now it's... Right. Do we forgive him? Why can't we use this as a... He's our kid. Why don't we mm-hmm. teach him from this and and help him understand that, you know, gay people are all the same and maybe he does understand it having gay fans and whatever. Right. But I do think maybe we're getting just like before when it mm-hmm. came to mm-hmm. Gabrielle Sidibe, instead of educating with it, why are we attacking? And maybe that is our own. We're just so fed up. Right. That yeah. we're not willing to give grace. There's, there's exactly two things that I was thinking of when you were talking. The first is, you know, some of the... Uh, some of the biggest advocates we have for the gay rights movement 
are people that have never probably said that word in their lives. People who are pushing these agendas forward, Mm -hmm. the Christian right and say stuff like that, Mm -hmm. just because you say a word like that Mm -hmm. does not mean that you should be at the absolute top of our list of people. I am all about saying, you know what, I don't appreciate that, Um, but he took it down and made an apology, and then let's move on. And if if this is a repeat offender and he does it again, I mean, then it's different. But to have reacted in such, I mean, I thought a lot of the LGBT community reacted in such an angry way that that was my concern. You know, this... He has done all that he can do, and no, we don't know if it's if it's honest or true. But he has apologized twice. Um, he has gone as far as, like you said, a picture with the fan. Um, so maybe yeah. we let him off the hook now because he's done all of those things. Because what else do you want from him? He can't. How else can yeah, he prove it? Exactly. Yeah. You know are what you, I mean? Are you going to shun him the rest of your life? Right. And after kissing his gay yeah. fan, I don't want him to prove anything no, yeah. else. <laughs> Let's stop not there. do that. Do yeah, not go you, for you it. can just stop there. That <laughs> might have been a little too <laughs> far you. on your part. Yeah. I'm just saying. But, you know, that's what mm-hmm. it is. I feel that we don't choose to educate. We yeah. choose to... Yeah. Attack, and I think part of that is because we have been attacked for so long. I think a lot of people just, they react out of their pain instead right. of out of, he's a 16-year-old kid. It, it reminds me of the video exactly. that was posted online about uh, those people that were going up to the drag queen and uh, somebody else that were going up and were fighting with people at Pride yes. that were behind right. those That's lines. Right. Yeah, and we had that conversation <clears throat> of who whose mind are we changing? They're not changing ours. We're not changing theirs. Maybe this isn't where the fight is. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's we're not just where to go. Energy. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. maybe it's mm-hmm. that, that wasted energy time. But right. we are currently at five till the hour. As we have stated, we are going to have uh, City Councilman John Snyder on mm-hmm. for the second hour. Very excited about that. And we're continuing our talk on how to be more educated as voters, how to be involved mm-hmm. in your community, how to maybe, with things like INDA going on, how to maybe be more aware of who's out there representing you, whether it's representing you within the LGBT community or just representing you because you live in Spokane. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we just want to be more, help you be educated because you know we're so well put together right. here on your hot, your hot Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to educate us or join the conversation on Twitter or Facebook. You know, follow us on Facebook. We're uh, Facebook slash Outspokesman or Twitter uh, at Outspokesman and hashtag Outspoken. If you want to join the conversation, I know. Yeah, I know. I love that. Or hashtag, hashtag Hot Mess Sunday because right. it's probably more appropriate for <laughs> yeah. most of the time. But either one of those will get your messages. So uh-huh. we're going to take a quick break, William. So, Sergey, what song am I playing? Uh, right now we're going to play The Cave by Mumfords and Son. And when we come back, we will have John, John Snyder. Welcome back. You're listening to KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. We made it. Yay. Made it through the first hour, mm-hmm. only <laughs> slightly not. showing that we couldn't do math. And <laughs> <laughs> we kept the hotness We'll alive. learn. We'll learn. <laughs> right. Remember, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us either at outspoken mm-hmm. at kyrs.org or feel free to hashtag us on Twitter, hashtag outspoken or hashtag hot mess Sunday. That's right. Or Facebook is always good if you want to get just send us a quick message on Facebook. We have mm-hmm. our producer in the other room. Um, he will send us a note to write some ineligible, illegible, I should say, <laughs> ineligible. So I can't even speak. So we're going to move on. Anyways, we do have City Councilman for Spokane, um, John Snyder, in studio. 
Well, hi. Hello. Hello. You've been on KYRS plenty of times. I, I have. I, you have to excuse me. I'm just clearing out the uh, wildfire ash from my throat and my nostrils. Right. Here. right. Did you bike? Did I see that you bike? <laughs> so I, I breathed in a lot of it. <laughs> I was going to say, so now we're going to bring the fireman in and resuscitate. <laughs> so I'm sorry. At least the ash is calmed down from what it was the other day. It's true. It was it's crazy. true. That was mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, my, my heart eyes goes were out to the folks over there on Proteros and, yeah. and some the other Definitely. cities i'm hoping that we get that rain that's mm-hmm. forecast i know oh, we saw the clouds this morning and i was hoping crossing yeah. fingers yeah 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 this is a Crazy. horrible time i uh, got in touch with my brother who's in wenatchee so he's surrounded oh wow. and i asked him how him and mom were doing and so he said well we, it's not them they're worried about wenatchee's doing fine it's everybody right around, around. Right. and you can watch the canyons you know we burn down about this time every year mm-hmm. but this year seems like just crazy and yeah. wicked fast how it's exploded and gotten yeah, bigger. Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. It's so been so hot too. Just now, I know. Yeah. So yeah, we we definitely send out our mm-hmm. our our love and support to the firefighters as well as the families and everybody being mm-hmm. evacuated mm-hmm. and um, you know, affected by this. We brought on John John Snyder who. You know, in your great wisdom, we need to question because you said yes to us. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we need to talk about that. That was the first that. mark against him. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to you before we came on. Our biggest thing here has been lately, we talk about joining the conversation a lot on our show, is mm-hmm. getting to know people who represent. So this is our 101. You get to wear your class, so it's appropriate that you're standing there and going to teach us some things. <laughs> so you started on city council in 2009. I did. I did. And what uh, brought you there? Well, you know, a friend recruited me, mm-hmm. and I would always thought that I didn't have thick enough skin to be on city council, or I had created a lot. You know, sometimes when there's something that you need to do in your life, you create a lot of stupid reasons why you shouldn't do it, even if it is mm-hmm. the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of done that, and I had been involved in the media, and a lot of the media stuff I did without their monthly was leading me more and more towards public policy, because mm-hmm. a lot of the things that we deal with in the outdoors wildfires are one of them right are the results sometimes of elected officials going down a certain path or or not and um so when somebody recruited me i was really i looked at it really hard and decided you know i've lived in this city most of my life i love this city i'm not going anywhere why not try to have an impact and see what we can do because i i still think as in as in 2009 even though we were in the depths of the recession and still today this is an exciting time for this city right. and really cool things are going on well mm-hmm. we talk about how much we're growing here it seems to get faster and faster and faster but you mentioned you have a background in media obviously you don't you have a degree in media i think from evergreen yeah yep. as much as you can get a degree in any one thing at yep. evergreen <laughs> right yeah i read evergreen and i thought oh i remember going to visit that school (laughs) 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 i love them because they're very open but yeah yeah proud gooey duck duck you're looking at right see Uh and then and you go out and you do a lot of media things Mm -hmm. um editor-in-chief of of different magazines right and you you were Mm -hmm. around and so you come back here and like you say you're you're affected by you know wanting to get out there and and uh influence policy why city council what why was that your chosen route Oh, I guess there was no school board elections up that year. No. <laughs> um, well, city council was 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 something that um, you know seemed achievable. Um, and there is something exciting about local politics. I mean, you're in front of your friends and neighbors. 52 weeks a year. Mm-hmm. You, people are coming down every week. You, you see them in the grocery store. You know right away if somebody's upset with a policy, but you also know right away if people's lives have been impacted in a, policy, a positive way. That there's a, a 
immediacy that exists nowhere else in any other kind of elected office. And I'm also just fascinated by what makes a great city work. Um, I'm just endlessly curious about that. I tell people I never saw a good idea in another city. I didn't want to you know, beg, borrow, or steal. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe Detroit. <laughs> you know, even Detroit has some pretty interesting things. I mean, the immense crisis therein has forced them to be very creative. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I am actually, I follow stuff like Detroit because I want to know, well, first, I want to make sure that, that we're not making some of the mistakes that got, get us in a situ- similar situation. But also, mm-hmm. when things are so intense, it requires uh, another level of intensity and decision-making mm-hmm. to figure out how to get out of those situations. Right. And Actually, I have some questions because I know you have some your the things that you're passionate about. You can look on your website sure. and you show what your things are. Before we get there, let's do a little one-on-one. Okay. And tell us, so, like, is it a four-year term if you're on city yes, council, Yes, it is. Correct? Four-year term, one re-election. So we have two term limits in the city of Spokane. Mm-hmm. You do. Now, so one re-election, have you, are you, so tell me that. Are you already, because you've been there since 2009. Yes. So that's. If I do my math, yeah. let's not. I just did my one. Yeah, I won't make you. We don't. Yeah, um, the, the yeah. I went through my one re-election last summer. Right. Mm-hmm. So now that means at the end of this term. Yes, I'll be termed out. I'll go back to private life, um, or you know, if there's other opportunities in public life, I'll consider them. But um, mm-hmm. there's so much going on at the city right now. There's so many policies we're right. working on. I'm just focused on that. Okay, so that makes sense to me. So mm-hmm. when we look at city council, these are the people who affect our daily lives, right? I know your district is uh, District 1? District 2, which district is the two. whole south side one of town. Mm-hmm. And I would say both county commissioners and city council members probably have a bigger impact on people's daily lives than the president, congressmen, senators. Right, right. Uh, we make a whole lot of decisions that people see the impact of. immediately sure, it's yeah. right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But even though you, you uh, represent a district, you guys work together together to represent Spokane as a whole. Correct? Absolutely. You have to, that's the trickiest part. You, you, you come up through a district and you're, you're, it's your responsibility. Know your neighborhoods really well and mm-hmm. know their issues. Mm-hmm. But then you have to make decisions for the entire city and balance a whole lot of different competing interests. And then, you know, people who aren't necessarily savvy on everything come up to you and be like, why did we pave Sprague eight times, right? And then you have to, <laughs> you get those questions yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's, that's my job. That's got to be hard. No, well, it, you know, it, it there's, there's times when it's trying, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's such a struggle in our world to communicate with folks. And it's not because people don't care necessarily. It's like they're being pulled in a million different directions information-wise mm-hmm. right. from their, their mobile devices to cable TV to, to radio to whatever. And so it's always a challenge to, to be able to communicate and get that mm-hmm. information out there. I mean, it, it's for somebody, uh, a paving question may seem like a dumb question, but if you're not in that world every day, Right. It's not dumb. So I'm happy to have people ask me that. Mm-hmm. See. Yeah, because that's not been a question I've asked every every show for, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for eight weeks. And I think that's what it is. We don't mm-hmm. think about being involved and in looking at the reasons behind things unless you're commuting to work every day and you happen to be, for me, on Sprague. And you're like, I'm pretty sure... Mm-hmm. Two months ago, I was on the same. But those are the things you guys deal with oh, yeah. every day. You deal with the road sure. conditions, and you know, you deal with us being called the pothole capital. You, but you guys actually have to get in, figure out the ways to fix these things, and vote it through. Yep. Right now, what 
what is and you guys can speak at some point if you want i just have a lot yeah. of questions yeah, uh, yeah that'd be you great. can go through them um, <laughs> um what is your relationship then with how does it work with mm-hmm. the mayor how does that relationship with city council and the mayor kind of work so the way it works in our form of government is we have a strong mayor so the mayor is is kind of like the president of the city mm-hmm. they he um uh has an executive cabinet and uh, he's the administration tasked with carrying out the policies of the city, the laws of the city. So he has direct kind of supervision almost over the entire 2,000-person workforce and whatnot. The council is more like Congress. We are creating the laws. We are establishing the policies for the mayor to carry out. And there's a lot of areas where, you know, uh, things overlap and and we do similar um, uh, responsibilities as far as representing, you know, the, the community. Um, but that's a to to make a simple explanation. That's kind of how it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And th- what's uh, uh what's something that you, that you've seen uh, happen in Spokane? A law that's passed or something? Initiative that you've had that you're really proud of during your term? Well, I don't want I don't want to pander to this audience, but I think where we've come in gay rights in the city right. of Spokane in the last five ten years started way before me, mm-hmm. but in mm-hmm. the last five years has been pretty phenomenal um yeah uh compared to the city that i grew up in in the 70s and 80s um we are i think we're more accepting community Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. laws on the books uh we have you know we have marriage equality we have the freedom to marry we we over the past just in may this year you know making transgender a separate category Mm -hmm. so people understand it's something totally different from um, sexuality um we, we i think we've we've gone a long way with that uh, what i always love to remind people is mm-hmm. that referendum 74 passed in the city mm-hmm. of spokane passed right, right. significantly in the city of spokane it lost in the greater spokane county but it passed right. in the city of spokane and our right. jump uh, between mm-hmm. initiatives between uh the r71 which folks will remember as domestic partnership mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. uh referendum was bigger than even king county from one ballot measure to the next. So sure. that really signals a shift. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think mm-hmm. we also, I mean, I remember watching the news and everything when all that was going down. And I remember what, I think what we need to remember in our community and the LGBT community was imagine that, you know, decade and a half before we wouldn't have even no. come right. close. Yeah. So even though, yeah, we, we lost in these certain areas around, it was still such a huge, winning it all was gigantic. Right, yeah. yeah. Because it showed a major shift. Well, and I, I've, I've not hid my support for those issues. Right, and yeah. so last year, I, if, yeah. they, if I was going to get a backlash, it would have been in my reelection campaign. Mm-hmm. And sure. I was running against someone who had very, very different views mm-hmm. than mine on, mm-hmm. on gay rights issues. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, the election results show that, that right. folks in my district really support that and that there has been a seat change. Yeah, and uh, you've been nominated uh, by SFCC's GSA for um, the best ally here locally. Um, yeah. And so uh, how do you think, um, you know, that, that portrays in your uh, in your terms then? You know, what have you been uh, striding for or what, you know, laws have you passed? Know, supported like that. Well, that for, did yeah, pass. That, yeah, yeah, that did pass. Did exactly. Pass. Yeah. And what do you hope to see in the future for uh, pro LGBT community? Well, I, you know, I don't want to take credit for this stuff no, because of course. what yeah. I, what I think I've been lucky enough is to be able to be on the 
the, the crest of a wave that really started mm-hmm. grassroots mm-hmm. and start. I tell people, folks in this town have been working for decades to mm-hmm. improve gay rights, and they, you know, now we're just seeing the the, the fruition of it. Uh, I think in in the future, I think what what we'll see is hopefully uh, a thing where gay issues are not so much Republican, mm-hmm. Democrat, progressive, conservative. They're just kind of there, right. and everybody everybody appreciates that. And some of those issues start to merge mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. general concerns, which are economic well-being, good-paying jobs, right. quality sure. of life, all of that. That's that's where we got to get to. I mean, right now, I think you know you can you know one party may have more mm-hmm. than another mm-hmm. on this, but I'd like to see it. And I'm a Democrat. I mean, mm-hmm. I make no <laughs> no bones about that. <laughs> yeah. But nothing would make me happier is if I didn't have any advantage being mm-hmm. a pro-gay right. Democrat over a Republican right. opponent because. <laughs> It was just a see, and that's what I—that's what I keep thinking—is I feel like we were talking about Oklahoma just uh, striking down for a second time their ban on gay marriage, and mm-hmm. how Governor Fallon down there um, has her opinions that she always has. But <laughs> what's interesting is I feel like Will William has said before we waste mm-hmm. so much energy mm-hmm. on these things. What? How much more can we get done if that is no longer? If it's an equal playing field and we can talk about Mm -hmm. quality of life, because I feel like we miss out on those subjects because we don't. Um, And I know in May it was a close vote for changing or for defining more clearly the transgender. Mm -hmm. What made you, uh, you and and the people who went after that, what made that an important important definition to go for? Mm -hmm. Well, I all, first of all, I, I, all the credit should go to my assistant Blaine Stum, who oh, yeah, he's been butt off doing that campaign, and just uh, allowed me to kind of be, you know, his Kendall mm-hmm. that spoke it and <laughs> put it into place. He he um, um, he did a lot of work on that, and I think what's really important is that mm-hmm. transgender discrimination is kind of one of those final frontiers of mm-hmm. discrimination. There's things that are okay to dis- apparently, I mean, just right. you know, uh, to discriminate against that community. Um, that uh, that people seem to accept where they mm-hmm. wouldn't if you inserted maybe a different community there. And that that's a problem, and we need to address it. And this was just one step forward mm-hmm. in hoping mm-hmm. to address right. that. Uh, one of the things we always talk about here is sometimes there's hidden letters in the LGBTQ. You know, there's the gay movement as a whole gets a lot of uh, attention. And then there's these little subgroups like the transgender issue that mm-hmm. it gets lost in the shuffle. And I think taking it out of that and making sure it's addressed on its own is a very important thing to do. Just because it is something it needs to have its own uh, its own attention paid to it. Mm-hmm. It can't be lost in the marriage debate and all these other debates to where it gets thrown by the wayside. I think that's a really great thing. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would totally agree. Yeah, and it's such a hot topic, uh, hot button issue these days, obviously. Every time we turn around, there's someone else in trouble in this yep. is celebrity yep. world. Um, and so... Like Laverne Cox is one of the most eloquently spoken um, actresses who's on Orange is the New Black for the transgendered movement. But they're finding their feet now and they're finding their voice. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's it's a very uh, passionate place where we were as gay men, you know, 10, 20 years ago. That's where they have finally found that. So there's still I know. It's still a struggle, and especially in Spokane, where we were able to to pass gay marriage and these things. Sure. This is like a whole other. I I read an article about that uh, the city council meeting in May, and it was a little tense. It wasn't like it was an overall 
everybody voted yay. It really was. No, no, you're right. Yeah, still a not really balanced. I mean, hallelujah, it went through, but that shows us. Yeah, this is still not accepted by everyone. Well, mm-hmm. I think there's there's always work to be done on policies and there's always work to be done on these issues. I tell people policy is kind of mm-hmm. like a car. You got to get it tuned up every once in a while. And sure. our non-discrimination policy had not been tuned up in over 10 years. Not mm-hmm. only was it missing a separate class for trans transgender, but we're supposed to have a clause in there about not discriminating against um, military status, which means you can't, if somebody's a veteran or if somebody is currently in the armed forces reserve, mm-hmm. you can't not hire them because of that, you know, that, that, and we didn't have that in either. So we needed to get, give the tune up there. And I thought, I was glad that it was successful, even though it wasn't unanimous. Right. But I mean, that's where you start, you know, yep, I, exactly. and I think that is. But I also think it's important that we, mm-hmm. I think, understand that it wasn't unanimous, though there is still work, oh, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's a really good stepping plate, a stepping stone to the, keep The thing forward. about the council that I would say, and somebody said to me the other day, they said, John, you know, the count, I, you know, we've got this open seat on the council and we're trying to get people to apply for it. And somebody said to me, John, that council is so dysfunctional. Maybe that's why people don't <laughs> want to apply. I said, uh-uh. That, the, the, this council is the opposite of dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at that May vote. You could see, There were some pretty dug in positions there. Yeah. But you know what? The next day we go forward and I got to work on issues with the people who voted against this and we mm-hmm. find something else that we agree on. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it's worked at the federal level for a while. No. We have to at the local level. We can't. I tell people it's kind of like having Thanksgiving dinner all year long. Mm-hmm. This is like your family. You're stuck with them, you know? Exactly. All the issues are there, so you better figure out a way to work together. Yeah. Right. Right, and I agree. At least you guys don't shut down the government, you know, <laughs> when you can't figure out. Thank no. God that we still keep no. going yeah. forward, but you know, one of my favorite uh favorite presidents ever is Lincoln. And I loved the way that he did his cabinet, where he actually had people that disagreed with him. He actually brought on those people because Mm -hmm. it's only through the dynamic of the uh, opposing forces that something truly great can be made. If you Mm -hmm. have just a whole bunch of yes men, obviously Mm -hmm. it's not going to be as good as if you have that. Because it just, it takes more. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to, I think in the conversation and in like you guys have on your meetings, in the conversation, you both sides learn something. You know, you have to learn to understand how everybody's thinking and then find that common ground where you can come together to move forward and not just, like you said, dig your heels in and then no one's doing anything. I'm not big on consensus or unanimity. I mean, most of the votes we take on council are Mm -hmm. unanimous Mm -hmm. because a lot of it's very uncontroversial. It's not making new policy. But I think what you said is exactly right, that Mm -hmm. if there's no discussion, there may be a blind spot that everybody's turning to turning to an, uh, a potential you know pitfall down the road that if you have actual back and forth discussion you're going to find right. and if you're just all moving together a little too quickly you're going to miss you're not going to mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm. and I, I always like to tell people i can only imagine i have never obviously been in politics this is like the most political we we get i guess <laughs> is having a show um, <laughs> and getting in trouble all the time but you know uh but one of the things that i think is if you've ever worked on a board of a nonprofit agency at all any it doesn't matter what board if you've ever worked on a board at all you know the difference between a working board and a board that doesn't want to get anything done. And you it's the same thing. And you nailed it when you said you guys figure out a way, like being at the Thanksgiving table, to figure it out and move forward. Because you know you still have to work together. Yeah. So you can't refuse to talk. Nope. You know, there cannot be these things. And honestly, so if people need to draw, if you've been on the board of anything, then you totally understand. <laughs> you know, because I've been there 
yeah. way too many times. <laughs> um, and it's great because you also know the difference between when you're on a board that works, it's amazing. Even if it's hard, if it works, that's awesome. Because if you've been on one board, you've been on more, and there are other boards that do nothing. Mm-hmm. Because all you can do is fight. No, the capacity to constructively disagree is really important. It's sure, you know, yeah. it's one of the foundations of this show is the fact that we used to have mm-hmm. conversations, mm-hmm. and the conversation used to bring up all kinds of interesting points and topics that we never heard talked about. We never, yeah. you know, we know that other people are having these same conversations, mm-hmm. but it's never brought up together in this way. Well, so tell me <clears> something <throat> you guys disagree about. Um, everything. Political wise. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Inda started out as a big disagreement yeah, with us. Inda was a big uh, Will saw no, you saw nothing I wrong with well, the current I didn't, form of Inda. I could understand why they didn't, why they might still support it. Why there, there was reasons that they could probably have that they still wanted to support Inda. Sure. And I wasn't as, a, as opposed to the religious exemption. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I've kind of uh, turned around on that just because I understand with the Supreme Court ruling, it makes it a lot trickier. With Hobby yeah, Lobby ruling. the Supreme ruling. Court exactly. ruling yeah. is really, really curious. Mm-hmm. But there is this mm-hmm. interesting thing going on in Congress that some people have commented on where some of the far-left liberals and mm-hmm. some of the far-right libertarians are finding some issues that they agree on. And right. I'm, I'm all, you know, you know, for that sort of thing. If you right, can find, right, if right. there's just one thing we agree on, let's pass that, right. you know, and get that mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Because it... Uh, like, like, you know, I go back to that analogy of the car. I think people think every time we pass a law, it's a bad thing. It's more regulation. It's more government. It's not necessarily the case. Our world is changing much faster than government could ever hope to. Yeah. And that's why we need to respond to it. That's why we need to make changes. And that's why we need to work together to make tweaks. Do you think right. it's we have trained our <laughs> our society? Because, of course, I heard that, you know, we have both ends of this uh, of the spectrum are coming mm. together for certain parts of like Inda, especially. And my first response was, okay, what's wrong? <laughs> I think we need to look closer. Mm. Do you think we have trained our voters to be really, really paranoid at times? Well, I think what we've done is there's really no reason to, to, uh, it's, con- it's increasingly easier to just keep your dialogue and your political, views just among a like-minded group mm-hmm. of people right. it's harder and harder to encounter folks to have that kind of dialogue and we encourage this kind of balkanization a little bit where you've got folks dug in over here and folks dug in over there you know that's just really a problem i mean the biggest thing from going from a citizen to actually an elected official is that i you know when i'm a citizen i can just spout off on you know and mm-hmm. elucidate yes. on an issue that i feel passionately about and i you know Nobody cares, right? right? But then when you have that issue, you have to go on public record and mm-hmm, take a vote mm-hmm. on that same issue. It's a whole different thing. You look at it a, a different way because you are forced to consider all these other viewpoints right. and all these other consequences that you only kind of theorize about when you're mm-hmm. in, in private life. Exactly. Sure. And that sure. brings up a very... So I'm looking at your... Uh, there's actually a couple of websites for you on there. There's also... Do you know you have Wikipedia? So, which is, (laughs) so that's when you want all out of my Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, and you're a Star Wars fan, (laughs) which I found out too. So lots of people fans for that. Um, Yeah. Which is Wikipedia is where you go when you don't want really specific information about someone and you're not concerned with it being accurate. So that's right. right. (laughs) But you have other websites which have been very helpful. And Mm -hmm. so they, you know, you state what you're the big platforms you're really working on. One of them is you mentioned, and I'm wondering if it has to do with, you mentioned downtown and helping sure. downtown expand. Oh, big, and a few brand. months ago they were, you know, they had that big meeting about, um, 
what was it, Will? Because we were talking was about it. The it. Park? Yes, about yeah. the park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Expanding and um, yeah. Uh, what's your stance on that part? Because there were so, a lot of questions here. We have mm-hmm. next two weeks. We're going to be voting to put a ballot mm-hmm. measure on to uh, have a bond for Riverfront Park to have mm-hmm. the first significant reinvestment in Riverfront Park in 40 years. Right. I strongly support this. We're also going to do a street levy, which will allow us to create a pot of money to uh, continually repair our streets in a way that's mm-hmm. more flexible and spends less on interest payments, which I also that's interesting to support. Me. Yes. Um, as long as we have really good oversight and we're picking good projects. And I think we are. I think we're balancing mm-hmm. between um, different modes and sidewalks and trails and, and, and streets so far. So I, I support those things. I mean, we're coming right out of a recession. Mm-hmm. Now is the time mm-hmm. to quickly mm-hmm. reinvest in our community so we got dividends later on. I mean, yeah. we, I, don't, I don't see any reason why we can't be the best mid-sized city in America. Right. But that takes some gumption. You know, we're, we are right. I can look out this window here and I see that new hotel going up. That's mm-hmm. $134 million project. Wow. One of the things I've learned about cities is if the public sector invests too much and nobody from the private sector comes in, that's not a good deal. Right. And if the private sector invests a lot and the public sector doesn't come in to support, that's mm-hmm. also not a good deal. So mm-hmm. I look at that $134 million hotel and say, okay, how are we stepping up to the plate? And right. I think the answer is getting uh, improving the park, improving the streets, mm-hmm. and then next year we need a ballot measure to support buses and transit because right. Right. we have a really good transit system, but we need to take it to the next level. Right. right. And there's been a lot of conversation about mm-hmm. transit lately and especially even about the location of the um, plaza, the plaza mm-hmm. downtown. Um, so I know that's all coming up. It's like boiling. It's all bubbling, ready to it go. It is. It's coming. And you're on there because one of your platforms is to make sure that all uh, transportation kind of options, bike and people and mm-hmm. It's transportation for our... human beings, you know? Yeah. It's like, right. are, do you think of yourself as a car driver or a walker or a cyclist, a bus mm-hmm. taker? Well, I don't think of myself as any of that stuff. I just think mm-hmm. of john and like sometimes i take my bike sometimes i take a bus sometimes i take a car right or and that or a plane you know and we need to have all those options people want more choices and that's right where it is is options i think you know i mean let's tie it back into to the gay rights i always feel like we're not fighting for anything different we just want the same options everyone else and that's Mm -hmm. basically the same thing we want to be a person who has the option to ride my bike Mm -hmm. has an option to walk down a street and not you know fall into a pothole you know we want these options we want to be able to support those divorce lawyers just like all the heterosexuals (laughs) out there (laughs) they need more money and more clients i mean come on think about it (laughs) but you said it it's a partnership Mm -hmm. between public and private it is we're both in the city so it is that, and I know you um, you support small businesses. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. that's an important. I've been involved in small businesses. We and what's great about city council members is we see you guys in the community. I swear all the time. I've seen you. I don't know how many times out out and about. You guys are involved mm-hmm. in not just your districts, but you're out there understanding where we're at. And one of the things is small businesses. I know you've got you go into and are a patron of small businesses. I've seen you out there. I mean. When you see small business and their role in our infrastructure in Spokane, um, are there ways we can make it more inviting? You know what I mean? There definitely is. I mean, I think we, we have to – sometimes mm-hmm. too much of our economic development is focused on luring like a big company into mm-hmm. town, mm-hmm. Um, which is great. I'm all right. for it. Come here. But I would rather spend that money kind of incubating our local mm-hmm. businesses. Those are the businesses that are going to stay here. They're going to grow here. Right. They're mm-hmm. going to be more invested in the community. We've seen big companies come in 
to Spokane County and then leave after mm-hmm. a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, most recently in Liberty Lake. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the same commitment that a locally based uh, company does. My feeling is if you've got a city firing on all cylinders, that is mm-hmm. great quality of life, great education, those companies are going to find you, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that they, they wouldn't if you're not, you know, performing very well. I, I, sure. I will say, like, one thing I love about Seattle's downtown is, you know, you can walk around and there's all these little eateries, you know, little restaurants and stuff mm-hmm. that are just local businesses. And then it feels like you come back to Spokane and there's Taco Bell and there's McDonald's and then there's yeah. a McDonald's <laughs> next to the Taco Bell across the street. You <laughs> have to admit, though, we actually visited Nudo. Yes, and we Nudo found, was amazing. Although, yeah. Nudo's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. So there are, they. I think they are popping up, mm-hmm. but you're right. It doesn't yeah. seem, it's not as easy to see. So you guys are being very easy on me. Give yeah, me right. some of the problems you see with this town that, that come up in these conversations. Paving Sprague 80 times. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... So all of us, everybody who mm-hmm. lives here complains about our streets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's a Spokane thing to do. Uh, we all complain. But I do have to say, sometimes I'll go out there, and I'm not you guys, but I will drive down the same streets that we sim- seem to be spending all our money on, and I'm thinking about the 80 streets that I've almost <laughs> died on. He lost his tire on three streets <laughs> back because of the pothole, but, but he made it to Sprague, and it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we have repray, and I get it. Sprague is one of our most busy, you know, it's very busy, um, hmm. Uh, road, but I do. I think that goes through a lot of our minds. Is okay. why where are we spending? We've talked about it for a decade. Everybody worried about the street. So how do you decide where we're spending that money, and why does Sprague get a lot of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Sprague actually needs more, especially this inner part of Sprague. I think different parts well. of it need more. Right. The same um, part has been doing but great. We have a few different challenges with our streets. One is the streets you're talking about, like Sprague, is an arterial. It's a major mm-hmm. arterial, mm-hmm. probably. You know, ten to twenty thousand cars a day go on that inner part of Sprague. So more cars equals more wear and tear equals faster deterioration. You know, when you go out to a street and you slap your hand down the pavement, it feels hard. It feels tough, mm-hmm. but it's actually you know not. You know, mm-hmm. every thousand pound car that goes across it just deteriorates it a little bit. And our gas taxes that we pay that go through the state and federal government, and and some of them come back to us do not generate enough money for the damage our cars do on the street. So that's a, always a tricky problem. So add to that two different things. Spokane, 20 years ago, failed to pass a street bond, and we went a few years without doing major street upgrades. That really set us behind in our backlog. Mm-hmm. We're still mm-hmm. kind of digging out of that. And on top of that, we have a very weird climate here in the sense that we get a lot of freezes and a lot of thaws mm-hmm. minneapolis goes into the deep freeze stays there seattle almost you know almost never freezes mm-hmm. and stays that way we go back and forth and that's right. really challenging for pavement so we we think the street level i think the street levy is a good way to fix mm-hmm. this our transportation benefit district which is providing money for one of the first times ever for sidewalks and also residential streets in a big way is a good way to address this we're experimenting with different pavement treatments to see what works better but you know somebody came up to me the other day and just challenged me he said john why aren't we using more you know mm-hmm. uh, concrete mm-hmm. you know right. why are we why are we using so much asphalt we use concrete on our major intersections that have buses mm-hmm. but not in other places and it's a good question i know in the past it's been a, a question of cost it's so much more expensive mm-hmm. but 
every year we got to go back out and look and say is that still the case and is there a way we could do this yeah. better it sure. might be it might be more expensive too in the the short term but in the long term you know repaving that and it's not even the the financial cost sometimes it's the cost of businesses i mean every single time you have to close down one of those oh, yeah. roads or redirect all that traffic you're affecting every business along mm-hmm. that corridor mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. I, I tell people if you gave me a hundred million dollars to do street repair next year i couldn't actually spend it because a hundred million dollars in street repair in one year in the city of Spokane uh-huh. would shut the city down. So many yeah. s- streets would be worked on at once because the city is only so big, it yeah. would be completely We would all need to work gridlock. from home. That's sure. why we can't lose a year. We've got to do a little bit right. every year. And so is the street levy, this, this new thing you're talking about, what is it going to do differently than what we have going on? So a couple of things different. The big one is a bond. You have to say exactly what you're going to do mm-hmm. and do it up front. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, we did that, listed out all the projects and said, here's what we're going to do vote on it or don't vote on it. With the levy, it's a little bit more of a trust factor. Mm-hmm. We're basically mm-hmm. saying, if you like what we did with the, the bond, give us a levy, because with a levy, we're not borrowing money, so we're not paying the interest. We can put more money actually into the streets. But mm-hmm. we can't tell you exactly every project we're going to do in 20 years. And partially the reason is that we want to stay flexible. If a right. water main breaks, we want to be able to maybe do the street at the same time mm-hmm. and make a change so that we're not digging the street up once for the water main and doing it again for the asphalt. That's the big difference. We need good oversight. The city council has decided to take a leadership role in making sure we get people from um, all sorts of communities uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. give us help us pick the, 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 the projects. But that's the main difference well and that's another way we talk about getting involved i mean there you go you know vote on things uh be volunteer for these helping out with the opinions go to these you guys have public meetings you know all of these things Mm -hmm. i do want to ask about also about what do you say to the people who you're talking about this um you know putting money into riverfront what do you say to the people saying why are we when there's so many other places they would rather see money go to why are we putting so much into riverfront park i know you said it's been 40 years but you know, what else? That's a good question. Somebody mm-hmm. said to me the other day, he said, why don't you just spend all that money on the homeless? Right. And um, I said, well, do you, I asked them, I said, do you know how much money <laughs> we currently spend on the homeless? Because two things going there. Mm-hmm. One is the assumption that our public parks aren't something that the homeless benefit from, right. which I, I would take issue with that. If we're doing parks right, everybody uses them, everybody benefits. Mm-hmm. Two, we already spend millions of dollars, mostly through federal money that passes through to the city of Spokane. I'm working on rapid rehousing, working on uh, mm-hmm. getting people off the street. Could we use more money? Sure. But uh, at some point, we have to say, We've got a strategy. We've got a we've got a ten year plan to end homelessness, and we have uh, local charities that we fund with our human services mm-hmm. funds. But on the other hand, we also have a park that I mean, a couple of those bridges can't even take you know, you know, large trailers on them anymore because they're so falling apart. Mm-hmm. And w- the the thing about the Riverfront Park is it costs us a million and a half years to operate <coughs> right now. If right. we can make the park better and make it mm-hmm. cheaper to operate and maybe even get close to break even that's more money that we will have in our general fund sure. for human services for uh, law enforcement public safety what have you so that's to me those are the two big reasons mm-hmm. to do the investment and there's been a lot of talk about the crime rate downtown mm-hmm. and especially within the park is there is any part of that going to do you think help in that deterring the the crime rate there? Is it gonna help in the crime rate in the park? I I think it will. I'm a big believer in 
good activity drives out bad activity. Mm -hmm. Like I live very close to Riverfront Park. Me and my family were in it a lot. Like, and just on Friday night, we were down there at like nine, nine thirty. Not Riverfront Park's pretty dead around nine or nine thirty. Mm -hmm. If I want to get my daughter an ice cream at nine thirty, which you know it's summer, you know, right? come on, yeah. let's we're up to nine thirty, right, mm -hmm. on a Friday mm -hmm. night in the summer. There's nothing really, you know. Mm -hmm. um, even the IMAX has been shutting down early. The carousel right. is right. shut down by that time. Uh, if you have more people and more families and and everybody else in the park doing stuff, I guarantee you there'll be less of the, you know, hanky panky and you mm -hmm. know, sure. hocus pocus and right. people in the bushes, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. doing it, whatever. It also would give a uh, better reason for the city to actually put more, you know, for the police to pay closer attention to it and stuff. I mean, the police has to go where people are. So if more people are in the park, mm -hmm. it'll mm -hmm. give them a reason to okay, right. well, we need right. to yeah. watch this area more. I just remember um, when I first moved back uh, from Spokane after moving away, I, I worked at a company that is right downtown. And we would work probably till about 8.30. And like one day, I remember a guy coming back and he had been mugged. You know, and so I know that was the conversation. Sure. And then um, when they announced, you know, wanting to put money into Riverfront Park, I know that was a lot of the conversation going on. Is it going to? And a lot of it is we need to educate on what these things are. Uh, what they're going to bring, how they're going to... We need to talk to, you know, our council. Well, I'd like to see us be more like a... I don't know, like a, some of these parks I see in other countries where you have families there right. late at night and you sure. have people exactly. doing stuff all the time and, and it, it it's just more electric uh you know that that's that's mm -hmm. one of the things that we could do in riverfront park is we have more events there mm -hmm. where things were mm -hmm. were going they, they want to program the park more so like every mm -hmm. weekend there's something that, to draw people in mm -hmm. but we just don't quite have the facilities right now right we're gonna get there sure. and so this you'd have more money right with this this yeah, whole new plan. $60 million nice. would be the other thing about getting the $60 million is we could go to the state and say listen citizens of Spokane are putting in a lot of money you can you come right. give us some money so we can do even more and mm -hmm. and maximize the investment and and I think they'll do that because we if we step up to the plate I think they will too Mm -hmm. I have to say this has been. Oh, go ahead. I think you have a question. Well, I was just going to ask you. I don't. Even, I don't even know if it's in anything that you'd be a part of. But so, what is the status of the north-south corridor? So the north-south corridor mm -hmm. has. There's been a steady trickle of small projects mm -hmm. um, over the last few years there, but we're really kind of coming to an end point on that. Um, it's. It. They have enough money to get it almost to the river. Um, but the most expensive part is going from SCC and the river to I-90. Mm -hmm. And that's another $750 million or so, wow. depending mm -hmm. on what that final design is. So mm -hmm. that is not going to get built <laughs> unless we have a new transportation package at the state, which means probably an increase in gas tax, mm -hmm. some uh, car tabs or something to pay for all this. Right. If we don't step up and do that, that's never going to happen. I think there's a lot of people out there um, who are saying, hey, I'm all for this project, but I'm not for any of the money that it takes to build it. Mm -hmm. the the, yeah. Uh, sorry. In the end, you have to look at it, though. Having all the traffic is going up streets like Division, streets yeah. that aren't really meant to hold all the traffic going up north. I mean, it takes forever oh to get gosh. from downtown mm -hmm. way up north. Mm -hmm. And if you had the north-south corridor, it would allow regular traffic. They're trying to get to businesses and trying to just get to their homes, trying to get to areas out there, it would lessen that a lot. So the mm -hmm. people that don't want to pay for it, I think in the end you're going to get a return to Spokane just because anytime you spend on infrastructure that allows 
that to happen to allow mm-hmm. business to actually get their customers is going to be a boom. <laughs> I think that's the hope, and I think the other hope is is that if we have that connection there, it could develop some more jobs in the Hilliard area and that industrial East Hilliard area. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's the most promising part of it. But to me, I want to make sure it's right size. Right now, the design for reaching mm-hmm. I-90 is massive, way bigger than it needs to be. I mean, about as big as you would need if you needed to pick up the city of Spokane Valley and drop it on Hilliard. I mean, oh. We're never going to get that amount of traffic there, so we need to build mm-hmm. it for the traffic that we're actually mm-hmm. going to get. Um, and the city council passed a resolution in that regard a couple couple weeks ago but you know people need to understand if you want these major infrastructure projects these major transportation projects the money's got to come from somewhere sure well and i think that's what we don't talk about start baking cookies Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's throw some bake sales right right 750 million dollars worth let's do hey my baking is really good (laughs) i think oh go ahead go ahead no go right in i was just gonna ask sergey Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, give me something, man. I've heard from these guys. <laughs> yeah, right? Really you're the town. young generation. I know, I am Bring the young it. generation. No, um, <laughs> uh, walking through Spokane, you know, I love the I love the park, and I love the new uh, Huntington Park. I love that new development down there that Avista did. Um, but, you know, projects like Kendall Yards, you know, big developments like that, things that uh, bring more more to our city and bring a better face to our city, really. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, what is what is city council and the city, you know, doing to support projects like that? And are we going to see more of that happen? Because um, that, honestly, walking down through Kendall Yards, that really, really puts a smile on my face. That makes me love Spokane a lot. How do we support that? Yeah, yeah how, how do we support How do we support that? I want to put money well, into that. Go there, For live sure. there, eat there. Um, right. Well, live there. Vi- Let's talk about cost of living. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm in real estate. V- visit the you. Centennial Trail there. Sure, I mean, yeah. I, I'd say the folks that did Kendall Yards have forced us to be better as a right. city and how we do stuff like that. We've had to change a lot of mm. our codes and regulations. It, it's funny. There There's actually things mm. in our code that wouldn't allow some of the aspects of Kendall uh-huh. Yards to exist, uh-huh. and that is that is a terrible sure. thing. We want to make sure that we can have the ability to do all sorts of kinds of developments. Mm-hmm. So the the city council has supported that project. Actually, several city councils mm-hmm. have supported that project very strongly in making those changes. We have some other areas coming up that could mm-hmm. be similar. There's North Foothills Drive, which is a, a big chunk of city right. property yeah. near Hamilton and North Foothills yep. that eventually we want to sell and redevelop into something maybe like Kendall Yards, maybe sure. something different. Sure. And then the South View District, which is just a stone's throw from here, yeah. has so much underutilized land that could be housing people. Right. People could be living there. It could be shopping there. It could be this connection between uh-huh. the U District and the medical industry. Those two areas um, are kind of next up, and we want to work to support them. And how do yeah. we encourage these places that, that are developing these kinds of areas? How do we sure. as a city encourage them to invest well i i think that um when we when we vote for things like you know a a strong riverfront park that supports the downtown area that you know that's going to help these Mm -hmm. places Mm -hmm. as well also transit is a big one all these areas are really going to work if they're well served by transit so Mm -hmm. supporting buses supporting sta is, is really helpful i tell people there's this ceiling that good cities reach where they can't mm-hmm. really be great if they don't have good public transportation sure um and that kind of mixed use mm-hmm. density right. um uh, and so if you if, if you support those sorts of things that that kind of 
more um, vibrant urban culture just takes root. I really yeah. feel like we, everybody in the city, we need to buy them all um, SimCity. <laughs> as Will likes to it likes to tell us, he's learned a lot about how important transportation is by playing SimCity, so, which helps you know that mixed use and all of that. But it's true, a That's very funny. simple game. But it's true, we don't think about the importance of things like transportation, of things. Yeah. I think we get too much in our comfort zone, and yeah, uh, which is definitely. why we're here. Definitely. Well, I've been taking I've been taking the bus more regularly because I've been trying to ease off my car, mostly for gas prices. But right. Um, so I've been I've been taking the bus and I've realized how useful it is, but also how much better it could really be. Because to get from my house up on the north side by Whitworth all the way to the valley, sometimes is an hour and a half. I was gonna say we'll see you in a few hours. Exactly. Yeah. So well, it's, we, it's, I think the only way like nothing uh, changes if nothing changes right so we have to start making changes but right. safety is also an issue on you're the you're right Whitworth yeah. could be served much better oh by, yeah definitely yeah definitely. you are out in they're the putting together a pretty good plan at mm -hmm. STA that what they want to try to do is get away from having every bus have to come to the plaza right there's right. certain buses that will always come to the plaza but mm -hmm. like for that route that you said yeah i'll give you another example what if you want to go from cheney to medical lake right oh, now yeah. you have to go all the way all downtown the way yep. and then go back out they've talked about a way to make uh, it, so you can directly go from Cheney to right, Medical Lake. Right, right. But it, it, it takes mean, investment. It, oh. we, we need to do a sales tax increase, mm -hmm. a slight one, three-tenths mm -hmm. of a percent to do that. But I think the benefits are huge. It's oh, access yeah. to education, oh, yeah. access to jobs. Definitely. That's amazing. Definitely. So tell us again. So you, you have your city council meetings every... Monday at 6 p.m. And, and it's you're, public, right? It's public. And, and you this, mm -hmm. this is the thing. Anybody can come down and mm -hmm. kind of say whatever within reason. I mean, every 6 p.m. we have an open forum at the beginning of the meeting, you know, after the Pledge of Allegiance and a few reports. Mm -hmm. And you can have three minutes to come up to the podium and get the council's attention about any issue that you really want to talk about. And we'll listen. And it'll be broadcast on Channel 5. I mean, it's a public. We mm. try to be very transparent. Our website has mm. our agenda a couple sure. weeks in advance so you can see what we're voting on. And we take public testimony at, at on every issue. Some It's mm -hmm. weird. Some smaller cities don't do that. They, they right. only let you make public testimony at the front. Everything we vote on, people can testify, and we encourage mm -hmm. it. And emails are a great way mm -hmm. to let us know what's on your mind. And I guarantee you, council members read them. See, and I think that's amazing. So, as we're always saying on our show, join the conversation. That's how mm -hmm. things change. Definitely. Only through dialogue can no, we move I, forward. I want to stay home and just keep complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have to be a part of the solution, Jonathan. <laughs> I just want to tell you what's wrong. Yeah. Wrong. So, please, uh, you can always go to, uh, I think it's johnsnyder.com. Uh, Councilmanjohnsnyder.com. There we go. I missed the word. Is, yes. Is my city website. And... The, you know, the simplest thing is mm -hmm. just to vote. Everybody probably has a primary ballot in their mm -hmm. mailbox yep. right now. Look, I brought oh, it, everybody. Yeah. I brought it to the studio. I'll take a picture, put it on Facebook later. They, but here it yeah, is. It's those primaries. Here's the thing mm -hmm. about primaries. And you said Sergey's youngest in the, the other yeah. today. So this is aimed at you, Sergey. <laughs> I like right. that he pretended like he didn't. Guess <laughs> <laughs> He is a politician. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so if I had to, there is the average age in the Washington, mm -hmm. in Washington state of mm -hmm. people who vote in the primary. And you may want to guess what that age is. The average age the of the average, people who average vote. age of the people who vote, not in the in general. In the primary? In 43. Primaries. How yeah. much? 43. 43. I say 60? they're 50. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? 60? <laughs> 63 years old. See? Oh, wow. wow. Oh, that so, hurts. So... 
what happens, that means there's a whole bunch of young folks right. that are just right. letting their grandparents and their parents choose who makes decisions about their lives. Yeah. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I love that older folks are so good at voting. I brought my ballot to good. New York. Good, good boy. But just, right. just filling out that ballot mm-hmm. in the primary, mm-hmm. which is the election that most people aren't paying attention to, right. is going to have a big impact, a Huge. big impact. There's some important, very important mm-hmm. races at the county mm-hmm. level this year. If you want to be represented, if you want things to change, you have to do something. And if it's, it's as simple as filling out a little circle. Or it's an oval, I'm sorry. Yeah. Filling well, out an oval and mailing it in. It's that simple. Do the research before, though. Well, do yeah. some research. <laughs> or yeah. listen to our show. We'll tell you how to vote. <laughs> we'll tell you who to vote for. This guy's named William. I'll just vote for yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you were like 12, so we, we forgive you. But Councilman <laughs> Snyder, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Uh, we're excited to have someone that's not on the phone, because... That can go wrong terribly. So (laughs) in studio, he's letting us just bombard him with questions. Please Uh uh, check out a city council meeting, but get involved. If you have things that are important to you, email. You can email us. We'll pass it along. Or please email directly to uh, the city council. Snyder at SpokaneCity.org. I'm always happy to hear from folks. And I thrilled to have been invited on this show mm-hmm. uh, i it. come back anytime you guys want me and thank you for it. caring enough to volunteer here on a nice sunday afternoon and talk about these issues right yeah. we're very self-absorbed so it's yeah. all we're, we're <laughs> great with it. so will are we going to yeah. hear one last song before we call it a day yes whose song oh good playing? play his yeah okay yeah play his he, and then uh, we're going to make <laughs> we're going to have our producer hold uh john snyder hostage until we get a picture with him so <laughs> so thank you again so much i was going to say if you were wondering why we call ourselves a hot mess sunday because, yeah, <laughs> this, this would be it because yeah. we're the kings of transition we, yeah. we we really can do it well that's for sure and this is eight months under our belts but yeah okay right? <laughs> not too bad yeah so this next song is going to be uh are you what you want to be by foster the people on their new album you're listening to KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And it was easy. <laughs> and that was Jonathan talking. Apparently, he doesn't understand that. We're coming back in that I little signal. I never listen to you. I don't know why you think I'm going to start. <laughs> just magically on a Sunday. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was just to keep the hot mess Sunday mm-hmm. alive. Yeah, keep but the theme, right? Yeah. Siri, you have another yeah. announcement. Thank oh, yeah. Uh, congratulations to Antonia B., the first winner of Loud and Proud Tickets Giveaway. Contact Loud and Proud to learn how to claim your tickets loud and proud is giving away four more pairs of tickets to see against me playing at the knitting factory on august 12th to go uh to win go to loudandproud.proudtimes.com click contact us button on the top menu uh and send us a message to see why you should win winners will be selected at random by staff and will be announced tickets are brought to you by knitting factory proud times and outspoken Yay, way to go. Yeah. It's like we need a little teleprompter in here yeah. sometimes. But yeah, congratulations. Of course, we thank the boys over at Proud Times. They're very okay. supportive of us. And congratulations to Antonia B. And thank mm-hmm. you again, Kurt. Second second week in the studio, yeah. making our lives a little smoother. <laughs> just for just a little bit. Yeah, so thank you. This was, we remember, we're one day closer, one week closer to William calling his last day. That's August 17th. Yes, only four so, more shows left. Tune in for lots of tears and laughter, and, and we throw <laughs> Will out the window. Is what we're, we're gonna go. And look forward, Greg will be back from vacation, so he'll be in there, and we'll, we'll keep going forward. So keep yeah. watching Outspoken as we continue to evolve and change. And for more of your local politics that we want to talk about, mm-hmm. getting involved in your own backyard, um, knowing who represents you, and do they represent you, uh, that's for you mm-hmm. to decide. So know your, know your stuff.